Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. The sweet sounds of Kevin Buddy Wilson. It's hump day with Swanee and friends online on a Friday morning. Dane Swan, Samantha Riches, hello. Hello. Hey. God, this feels oddly hey, familiar. Hey, uh, well, we're only at this point. What did you say, Sam? I said this feels oddly familiar. We're getting good at this, aren't we? And we're not locked down. Uh, we're only doing this for one reason, Dane. How are you? Yes. I'm good. How are you? <laughs> Yeah, you, you don't look like you put on weight, obviously, not moving for the week. What have you done and why'd you do it and et cetera, et cetera. People uh, uh, can't move on with, with their lives until they find out what's wrong with your foot. Absolutely. <clears throat> well, nothing now. They fix it. It's good. It's fine now. Well, yeah, it's, well, it's in the process of mending. Um, so, yeah, it's all right. Um, I'm, I haven't done a great deal. Just sat on the, sat on the couch in the bed. Are you good at all it? All through it. Yeah, it's becoming a little boring though. Um, did, you, had, did you do the operation hoping to play in the grand final? No, no, I was going. I was going to plan it if I didn't need it. Right. Right. So what did what, what was the op? Uh, basically an ankle. Um, just to redo the whole ankle, basically, just the ligaments and the tendons and stuff like that. Is it an old injury or all done for three? Uh, I've got no idea. No, it was, I think it was new, but I'm sure my foot, sure probably, foot had probably had something to do with it. Um, but, but yeah, it was a new new injury. Yeah. So for those who tuned in Wednesday, and to be honest, I'm spent on what I've given to the podcast this week already. Absolutely. Um, but uh, but for those who tuned in to the start, they're not just interested in your ankle. Is, is, the, is the gear work through your body yet? Yeah, no, I haven't had a shit this morning. Um, <laughs> Was that the first one? Like a, yeah, since Saturday, so nearly a week. It's like a, uh, it's like a five kilo, it's like a five kilo dumbbell coming out. Nearly broke, nearly shattered the porcelain at the bottom of the toilet. Mm. Oh, I understand. I've been mm. pregnant. Yeah. It was solid. Um, I can't, I don't know, I can't really put my foot down yet either because it hurts. So I'm trying to do like a one-legged squat over the toilet as <laughs> It's pretty tough. Oh, wow. 
Yeah, but we got we got the job done. Um, I, I, I showered for the first time last night as well, so what? it was going well. You can shower, Dane. Yeah. How come you didn't shower? Just couldn't be bothered, or? Well, I hadn't done much, and like yeah, it was half a pain in the ass. Like I had to get two really? chairs and sit, sit on the chairs, and like you know, because I'm not I'm not in plastic cash. I'm just in the stuff that they wrapped it after I um after they operated, so I get the plaster on on. Tuesday, so I just don't want to get it wet or anything. Mm. Oh, damn, mate. What a, what a worry. Anyway, so we're we, bed because I'm sure you stink full of shit point. and no shower. Uh, no, I said I would, but my bed, um, you can elevate, it's coming handy actually. You can elevate the legs, or the you know, it's like a hospital bed, you can press a button and your legs can elevate, or your back can elevate, or you can go into zero gravity. So it's been good to be able to elevate my leg in the middle of the night, mm-hmm. just slightly. Mm. Well, so, so it's been all right. <clears throat> yeah, will so, you be um, right next week? What's next week? A lot of people you have to talk to, Dane. Uh, I've got to do, I've got to do a couple today too. I don't know how I'm going to do that, but um, I haven't left the house yet. I haven't left the middle level of my house yet <laughs> since Sunday, so we'll we'll find a way. Right. Um, <clears throat> but yeah. Well, mate, I will. I'll, has, I'll honour all my commitments. Has Tate been understanding? Tate? Um, but yeah, he doesn't. He's got nothing to do with me, so it's been fine. Oh. He's at that stage, is he? Not sure, not sure what he felt about the crutches or I don't think he liked the crutches or anything like that. So, um, And he wanted to watch Sesame Street and it wasn't happening yeah. when yeah, I was in front of it. Uh, anything but, yeah. Sports center basically goes on. Um, but yeah, no, it's been a pretty uneventful week. Like, just being comatose with all the meds as well. Mm. Um, one positive thing I know, I know I'll never be addicted to those things. So they, I don't, I don't like the way they make me feel. No. You feel nauseous and like not being able to shit. Yeah, you feel you feel shit um, on them. Like, the best thing I had on them, I had a couple of like, weed gummies, and I don't smoke marijuana. I never have in my life. But I got given a couple of like, weed brownies and biscuits. Like, that was the best thing. Like, you just fucking fall asleep, no problems. Where the the um, oxycontin and endones and stuff, they just make you feel gross, make you feel nauseous and stuff. Mm. So um, I'm weaning myself off them as we speak. But um, got more weed gummies to send me to bed, and I'll be good. So Mark Mark Brayshaw, uh, the father of Angus and uh, and um, Andrew, he's he's, uh, he's now doing that as, as a job. Uh, medicinal marijuana. Are you saying that that's a, a thing you're endorsing? Well, I didn't get. I'm not. I'm pretty sure I didn't get mine off a doctor. Um, but um, yeah, I I don't know what was in it, but they were good. And I had it after. I had one after I hurt my foot. Uh, in, uh, in the second time when I knew it was fucked, and mate, I went straight to bed. wasn't painful or anything, so I certainly has its merits. I think, and I've never been one. I've never really enjoyed the experience of marijuana. I never liked it, so I stopped stopped attempting it when I was about seventeen. <clears throat> um, but yeah, I think it has its merits. Mm. Um, is, is it legal here? The THC, whatever it is. Well, the med- medicinal marijuana mm. is. Yeah, yeah. I think it has. I think it has a role in society. A hey, um so uh so you haven't been able to move much. It means you did you miss the St Kilda City 
uh, chilly Sunday <coughs> Monday, or would they held it over just for you? Nah, nah, I didn't, I didn't go until um, we got beat on the. <coughs> It's actually weird, the power, of, not that I'm into holistic stuff or, you know, the power of the mind or anything like that. <laughs> so I hurt my foot in the second final. Well, I hurt my foot in the first one and played in the second one. played a quarter. I was like, nah, there's something wrong with it. <laughs> then during the week, I was like, man, I went for a jog. I was like, you know what, if we win this, so I won't be able to play this week. If we win this week, I reckon I'll play in the granny. I went for a jog, like, just convinced my foot that it was all right. I started walking normally. No problems. A bit swollen, but I was like, no, it's fine. Well, I went and seen the specialist on the Friday, the day before the prelim. He goes, mate, this is absolutely fucking new surgery. I said, I walked out the limb. All of a sudden, I was sore again. Um, <laughs> incredible. As soon as he told me, I was like, um, he was amazed I was walking. He goes, I can't believe you're, he goes, I can't believe you're walking. I said, man, I was planning on playing next week. Um, he said, no. So, I said, this needs to be done ASAP. So he got me on the Sunday straight away. Um, so how fucked it was. But, um, yeah, the was that I was walking. Mm. And I, was, I wasn't in any pain at all. I could have. Um, <clears throat> but, no, so I got beat. So I had to, I told the boys that I'd be available for the grading because I didn't want to deflate them before the prelim. <laughs> and well, we should have won the, we should have won the prelim. Should you? And we kicked like, yeah, we kicked like eight goals, 19 or something to like 12 goals, four. Oh. Well, they say, they say bad kicking is bad football. So, you know. We probably didn't deserve the winks. We kicked ourselves out of it. But you know, me, Fev, and James Magnuson played three of our best eight players. And we only got people like 15 points or something. Um, so we, yeah, we, if, if one of us were out of play, we would have, we would have smacked Cranbourne. And then I firmly believe we would have won the flag tomorrow. But it is what it is. Um, move on. And I said, I'm now can't go to Sydney either, which is a misplayed about. I'm going to go to Sydney. Tomorrow morning for the game, but America the boys get a get a night out, get a night out in Sydney. Just before you get to Sunday that, Dane. Test. Just before you get to that, Dane. Obviously, you missed out on the silly Sunday celebrations and hoping to go again next season. When will your preseason start for St Kilda City? Good question. Uh, oh, mate, February. February. So we. Oh, my mom puts like a three or four month rehab process, mm. I think. So, um, that, that takes me to, you know, you know December before you that. You embrace the bike, though. You don't, you said you're never a big on the bike. No, I might swim a bit. Um, I've got the pools next to me, so pram pools, so I might do some swimming. Um, you know, I've got a bike, I've got a bike upstairs. We did, I did it, did it heaps during COVID because I wasn't allowed to leave me front door. Um, some boxer off here coming out. Um, I've got plenty of time. Um, but yeah. Yeah. And and I'm not coming off a long run up like I had the first time I played where well, I missed five years. You know, so <laughs> it, won't, it won't take me long to get back in the swing of things. Mm. So you, you are know, going around. Go, How many years do you reckon you got left in you? Nah, not many. If I hurt myself again, that'll be the last time. Really? <clears throat> yeah. And it's just a pain. I can't do anything. Like, you know, I can't. Not that I'm a big help around the house anyway, but, you know, like, <laughs> can't go up and down the stairs. Can't, well, at the moment, I can't. When I get my moon boot, then I'll be fine. But, look, as soon as I stand up, all the blood rushes to my foot and it fucking hurts. So I'm basically rendered useless for the well, next couple of weeks. 
that's why he couldn't do Wednesday. So uh, thanks uh, to Teddy Richards and to Joe Watson who filled mm. in as guest Dane Swan. So that was mm. that was a huge effort. Very um, similar. Yeah. Very similar. You actually don't Big look too dissimilar. You look quite similar. Um, Pardon? You and Joe, like you would, you look rather similar. Obviously, he's a clean skin, but I wouldn't say your personalities really? are anywhere on the same spectrum. So we look nothing alike. What do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? We look absolutely fucking nothing alike. Okay. You're, you're similar height and brown hair. Is that enough? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Strawing a long bow. Anyway, they were fantastic. If you heard, if you missed yeah. that, uh, catch it during the week. I did my best without the without you two there. Um, it was quite funny, you, Ralph. Uh, were you, what's that? It was Tell quite me. funny. I was um, I was impressed with the banter. I guess because those two know each other quite well, don't they? Yeah, well, like, yeah. Uh, that's why I said I would have been embarrassed to ask Joe, but knowing that they're lifelong mates, I actually took a screenshot of Dane saying, my foot's fucked, I can't move, I can't do it. So I sent that screenshot to Joe saying, do you feel like coming off the bench and just talk shit with your mate? So we did that. and um, uh, So I've got to apologise to you too. I forgot to ask about James Hurd and Adam Goods and, and any other controversy. I just let two blokes talk shit with each other. So we, we lost out on clickbait. So apologies there. Oh, no. Same. Yeah, Did you bet on the, the Bledisloe last night, Dane? Didn't even know it was on. Fuck, it hurt. What? You should have seen the end. Sam, how'd that go down the stadium? Oh, God. So 31-13 up the All Blacks, and you thought, oh, yeah, well, they're just better. Not going to follow mm. rugby at all. Mm. Yeah. Wallabies got back in front, and then with, uh, I think, tell me if I'm wrong, Sam, about 40 seconds ago, the referee paid a penalty of oh uh, time wasting for like two six, two seconds extra. Then the Wallabies rushed over yeah. for a uh, oh. sorry, the All Blacks rushed it over. So yeah. Yeah, a bit of controversy. In oh, time on too. In understand. time on. The siren had oh, yeah. gone. The bell had gone. Yeah, no. It was the last play. It was fucking brutal. And you know what? That crowd was one of the best crowds that I've been in front of. It was full on because obviously both Australian fans and New Zealand fans are quite passionate and the the split was uh, it would probably have been about 60 40 Australia New Zealand the crowd goodness me they were up and about it? it was at Marvel great big event still a wonderful job it was the sound was incredible and like you said Ralph <coughs> we were down and out and I had to do the post match prayers in a suit only if the all blacks won and when we were 31 13 um, and there was a bit of a glimmer of hope in the Wallaby side, I was like, you know what? If you take an umbrella out in Melbourne, it doesn't rain. So if I put my suit on, maybe that'll have an effect. So I put my Why suit on. Why wear a suit or not? Oh, because I was doing the post-match presentation. I did the post-match presentation on telly last night to present the yes. Gladysley Cup, which you have to wear. Put the photo, put it on our Insta. Yeah, yeah, mm. but I actually did the presentation down the barrel, so I had to wear a suit for that. Prior to that, I wasn't right. wearing a suit. Um, I was just in a bit more of a casual get-up. Um, so I put my suit on and the tides turned and I was like, here we go. This is an omen. We're in here. And the, I had to travel underneath in the last minute and a half. And I don't know if you've ever had a baby lads, but running once you've had a, a baby you, is not fun. Funnily, no. Yes, I have. Have you? Yeah. During the week. <laughs> yeah. Felt yeah, like you had one. Five kilo one. This morning. Yeah. yeah. Well, it wasn't, it wasn't a Broken fun experience. One at the bottom of the bowl. I got up there and we were, in, like you said, in front, the bell went. And I started recording being like, oh, the crowd's going to go off here. But it went eerily silent because All Blacks had the ball. And they were just charging towards that try line. And when they got across, they were over at the All Blacks end 
And that stadium, that stand just fucking erupted and it was painful because it was like a, it was almost a deafening noise, but you could still hear the silence of all of the Wallabies fans just standing there with their hands on their head. Look, in saying that, we've not won it in 20 years. It's it's like a prized possession we just can't seem to get our hands on, but there was hope there, you know. We just had to, if they won one of the two, they win the series because they they already hold it. So we just wanted a little chance, you know. We wanted to go to Eden Park next week, winners, so that we had a chance. Even though we probably would have got spanked over there, it would have been just nice just to get one. But no, they uh, took it from well, us. Well, that was one agonising defeat. The other one, Dane, I don't know if you crossed this, is, uh, is Wayne Carey. He's uh, Triple M has moved on <laughs> between playing Oasis and... Uh, <laughs> yeah, he moved on. Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> there could be a spot there for Dano next year. Yeah, no. Um, Thank you, Pierce, maybe. Um, She's coaching at Geelong next year. So yeah. Um, isn't it funny? All yeah. the media outlets probably up Daisy. Uh, if they if they rated her so much, they would pay her enough to not have to go coaching somewhere. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, no, poor old Ducko. Yeah, he's um, yeah. Triple M. He's, he's gone. Um, I think you'll be doing some shows with him over there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, well, at least he'll at least I'll be able to take some of his anti flames for me for me foot. I'll be able to, um, He's going to die on that hand. Listen, listen how he comes prepared with painkillers if I need them because if I can need all the painkillers I can get at the minute. Always get me prepared. Yeah. Um, it'd be an interesting conversation to people who were telling him he can't do it would probably doing more any flames than him. Be like, it'd be hard to look him in the eye and say, mate, we can't, we can't have you. I have to, um, basically because they've probably been out with him doing the same stuff. Mm. Oh, dear me. So many things we could say. We probably can't say, too. Yeah, all right. So, um, so we're doing this on a Friday just uh, to, see, A, see how you are, and B, for our people, math science. So, Sam, can you take over, please? Oh, God, we've gone into it right there. Absolutely, I can yeah, in, yeah. in one moment. I've, I've, I don't I've have got them. things to do. I'm, as I said, I'm spent. I've given everything to the podcast this week already. So can, I'm not as fresh as you two. I can completely understand that. I'm just going to um, pull it up on my computer. That's how many of the boys are going to work uh, uh, Sydney Dome? Yeah, true. Oh, uh, what fucking assholes the airlines are. Like, <laughs> oh, but, I'm ready. I read like set, seventeen a thousand bucks one way to Sydney or something like that. Like, yeah. Yes. Just what a pack of cunts. Like, how do you, oh, you, you think? Say that one more time. Like, what a pack of cunts. And, <laughs> and, and, you know, like, and they, and I, you know, what I love, they come out and say we're not price gouging. No. Like, no. what what could it possibly be? Oh, you just, just meeting the market. Yeah, unfortunately, just on this particular Friday and Saturday, fucking, I don't know, plane fuel was 10 times more expensive. Well, mm. man, they're fucking, they're such assholes. But I think the good folk, good Colin Sporters, they'll find a way. I think planes, trains, and automobiles, they'll drive themselves up there. They're not um, pillows. No, so they'll get up there and. Uh, what's the SCG of oh, forty thousand or something like that? <laughs> yeah, so there might be fifteen thousand high supporters. I think. Um, when you fucked your foot, did you play there much, or was it always Stadium Australia? No, I played been on the ground for forty seconds. Is that your only game you played there? Yeah, we used to play it, <clears throat> ANZ or whatever you call it. Hey, I rang a, when I rang and Colin with Nuffy mate during the week. He said uh, he said about uh, them getting in the prelim. So was that up there? 
You played in that? Yeah. Yeah. Were you a chance? Pardon? Were you a chance up there? We got beat, didn't we? Yeah. Nah, we, our, um, we'd spent all the energy of the week before against West Coast. I think because I think Johnny McCarthy had passed away in, in Vegas and then we went to the funeral and then um, well, we got up there the day, which is where Russ went to the funeral, which was on the Friday, I think. And then we drove from Portsea to, to um, Sydney, to the airport and got on a plane. I think everyone was emotionally spent um, by the time we played that game. So I will, no, we'll never chance. Um, I think we got smacked, I think. I can't remember it, but I think we got beat easy. Yep. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Uh, all right, Jan, take it away. <clears throat> all right. Well, the first game of this very small round is Friday Night Football. Geelong Cats are hosting the Brisbane Lions. <clears throat> Excuse me. At the MCG. You've been on a... It was very passionate, very passionate night last night. Um, Seven fifty PM bounce at the MCG. I'm pretty sure it's a deluge. It is pouring with rain, I, I believe. Uh, up until about, at the moment, but yeah, not, yeah predicting. No. It. Predicting. Not a cloud in the sky at the minute. Ninety percent chance of rain uh, for that game at the MCG. Geelong are paying a dollar twenty-eight. Brisbane are three dollars sixty. The line is minus twenty-two point five to Geelong, and the over unders <coughs> Ralph is one hundred and fifty-eight point five. There's a, there's a, we're recording this whenever people listening at nine o'clock. There's a, there's a huge band about Portland way, so I reckon that's where it'll hit mid Um Sometimes you just got to go with the obvious. I'm, I'm, I do think last week Melbourne on on expected score day. Uh, I had an expected score mad Monday last week. <laughs> so did you have the, we 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 catch up during the week. How do you feel about the days going out in straight set? And do you think? Because the premiership last year obviously didn't count because it was a COVID year. <laughs> That's right. Like, do you think they've won a premiership? Yes, I just wish I'd seen one with my own eyes. But, but, and it, I feel, but it wasn't real. Are you, are you flat about the deed? Obviously. Because like, no, I'm, I'm analytical. Like, I, I looked at, I, I said last week on the pod when everyone else was going nuts, I said, Brisbane at the line's a great bet and you watch it blow out. And sure enough, it blew out. Because of the uh, MCG record, that uh, I've just updated the MCG record of Brisbane in September, one nil. Yeah, um, but as a supporter, are you like? Um, do you, I've seen you're a bit flattered than Luke Jackson not giving something to the media. Now, <laughs> why, why, why does he have to speak to the media? He doesn't have to, but I can think he's a knob for not speaking. I think he looks silly walking. If you've committed a crime, 
I reckon you should walk out and give nothing. Or if you've got a big exclusive interview, um, like, uh, I don't know, I'm just picking a name, like if Dusty Martin has got a, a big interview coming up and someone tries to doorstop him before that interview. But if you walk out of the club just after leaving and just say, uh, 10 seconds worth, you should do it for you. It doesn't need to be for me or any other Nuffy supporter, but he looked silly doing that for mine. You reckon? Okay. Well, that's your opinion. I, I think he doesn't. Exactly. I don't think he has to give anything to the media no, door stop him. Exactly. No, no I yeah. don't think he has to. I just think he looks bad not doing it for him. Mm, I disagree. Maybe maybe just a bit bitter because he didn't get no. a kick and then <laughs> you've got the shits with him. No, there's a late I stay in, though, and that is I was never good enough, so I never could have seen Do you think he's worth the money he's commanding because he played like a turd in all the finals? Mm. There's mm. no way known he's worth that money now, but it's, it's, he's, he's priced on upside potential. Mm. Uh, I would say history would say, and that's aesthetic, but um, mm. Lee Matthews often says, so I'll defer to hit the goat, um, the most overrated thing in football is being a premiership player when it comes to trading. Mm. Mm. So every time someone's a premiership player, you look at premiership sides, mm-hmm. yours included, Dane. A few boys got a got a good result afterwards when they uh, when they left the club because yeah. that, you know, there's a premium put on playing in a premiership. And would would you be a worse player if you didn't play that day? Well, no. So you weren't necessarily a better player if you played that day. But that's what makes you as a legend. Obviously. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he's worth that. Anyway, um, so next year, do you think they can bounce back, or do you think they're gone? Hundred oh. percent. No, no. No, well, all, all through 2021, I said we're having the most miraculous run with injuries of all time. So that's why I was so confident. And this year we didn't. So we didn't have the mm-hmm. vision. Uh, and we probably need to fix the way we kick into the forward line. In a year that doesn't count, it's quite upsetting, isn't it? <laughs> have you had your 10 year anniversary drink yet, by the way? I was thinking that with Teddy Richards, who had his. No. <clears throat> no, I think it's the sound. I think it's in December. Hopefully. Yeah. Well, do you have an opinion on the game day? Do I have, do I have an opinion on what? Game day? On the game, Dane. Oh, I just think is an absolute living moral. I couldn't be barracking any harder for Brisbane uh, for a good mate of mine, um, but 22 and a half is, uh, is just goal a quarter. looks a logical way to go. So at the line... Um, I'll go the Cats and I've got a multi, but then what do you think as far as the line? Yeah, basically, if it walks like a duck, <laughs> it's like a duck, it's a duck. And um, Geelong have given us absolute... The only reason why you tip Brisbane is because if you think Geelong would do a bad one, that is, is if math science is creeping up on them. Yep. <clears throat> is it, is it Dane? Because possibly... you are the math well, science guru. I don't think I it is. I am, but I think I might get him in the granny. Um, I, I think that, I think, I think Brisbane sort of, you know, they... Had their grand final last week, I think. I think they, mm. yes. I think they had their general prelim, breaking their hoodoo on the MCG. Um, I'll, yeah, so I think Geelong probably win this comfortably. The biggest risk is if they're thirty-five points up with five minutes to go, and then just take the best the and a couple of junk time goals. So anyway, that's yeah. that. So I'll go my multi, and I won't include the line this time. Cameron to kick three goals, mm-hmm. two dollars. Cameron to get 14 possessions, $1.47. Uh, Rainer to kick a do- uh, get 15 possessions. He let me down last week in our multi. That was the only one I just missed. So anyway, so he'll be better again. So $1.67. And uh, Guthrie and Duncan, 25 plus, $1.94 and two twenty five. So they're my multi. Cameron to kick three, get 
get 15 positions. Rainer, 15 positions. Guthrie and Duncan, 25 positions. $21.40 is my multi. Uh, yep. I've got um, my same game multi. Mm-hmm. Just goal kickers. Um, so I, I think I, I, I'm going to take I'd take on the rain tonight too, FYI. So um, I think it'll go over, but that's not my bet. Um, Cameron and Hipwood to kick two goals or more each. Mm-hmm. Stengel and then just singles Stengel, Rowan, Danaher and Rayner all to kick a goal that um, gives us 11 bucks mm. So who are the singles again? Uh, Rayner Danaher Stengel and Rowan Nice. Um, speaking of that, her um, during the week, Teddy Richards completely has got now three kids. Completely agreed with your thing. He's got got him fucked. How anyone could play footy and have kids at the same time? Yeah. Um, okay. Did 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 that ever cross your your team at the, during your career, where someone had to make a decision about playing or not? Um, no, we didn't have many kids. We're a pretty young side. Um, so so no, it didn't. Um, not that I'm aware of. Nah. I, we were pretty young, so I. Taylor's not here, but I. I'm not sure what I'd do. I would have missed. I don't think I. I don't think I missed the final for the kid's birth. Maybe a regular season game. What about his birth? Would you have? Pardon? What about his birth? Would you have missed? That's, that's what I meant. Oh, I thought you meant birthday, as in like a birthday party. A birthday. I guess you, you never even you? you never even went to Tate's first birthday, for the Super Bowl. Yeah, well, no. Listen, hey Mick, you're not going to believe this. I'm not going to be able to play against the Saints. It's fucking take second birthday. We're going down to, <clears throat> you know, we're going down to fucking pass the funny. I'm going to go fucking <laughs> paint some. Going to go paint a gnome. Oh yeah, no problem. Funny off you go, mate. See you later. <laughs> Come on. So, um, so what would you miss a final for? Nothing. Oh, yeah. Nothing. <laughs> what? What do you mean? I'm just, everyone has a price. I'm just saying. Oh, Monetary-wise, yeah, absolutely. There's a price. I thought you were talking about like... So no money's birth, worth more money, than the birth yeah. of your child. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. So if, if your partner was given birth, you could either be given a million bucks or not be at the birth, what would you choose? I'd be at the birth. You're a fucking liar. No. I'd 100% be <laughs> You're at You're a blatant $100 million. Oh, Hundred million. Don't go for. I'd, like, I'd like, sit it out. You, see, you, you're a liar. Of course, you'd take the million bucks. Never forget. A million dollars isn't relevant. that much these days. Oh, for fuck's sake, Sam. Hundred. What? Come on, Six months later, you'd be like, "Well, he's here. He's alive." Oh, but we could be. We could be debt free. You wouldn't take it. Don't play. Definitely wouldn't you're, be debt free. You're starting to become a lot like these people in the media <laughs> who you're saying what you want, what you think you want people to hear instead of what you actually believe. I bet you agree with those EPs. Perhaps my yeah, opinion exactly. is perhaps my opinion is different because I actually gave birth. Like maybe I would have felt no, no. differently if can I, I was the non-birthing uh, partner. Nothing worse than being an old fart. But can I say this? At my age, with my teenage kids, if someone said to you now. You can miss the birth, but their education's paid for. <laughs> I'm not coming to birth. Perhaps I'll feel different. Exactly. But to be honest with you, I would have liked to have sat out the birth. My birth was fucking horrific, so it would have been yeah, nice exactly. to sit that one out for a million dollars. Absolutely, I would have taken that. 
be by my partner's night. I'm not sure. Um, Artie Surveyor so, missed so the All Blacks team gone. last night to to because his child, his wife was giving birth as well. So that's playing for his country. He missed out on. That's not just playing in a in a final. That's the Bledisloe Cup for his for his country, and he he sat it out. Everything's relative. It's what it means to yourself. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Well, regular season, maybe, but maybe your first one, your second one, like you'd be like, you know what? Like, you don't do much anyway. Like it's my <laughs> paycheck. Exactly. Um, don't guess because you, you'll probably get it right. But uh, someone texts me about uh, Joe Dada, her missing the bird. <laughs> yeah. I text back, how would your old coach have reacted? <laughs> and he said he would have said, enjoy the hospital, don't ever leave it. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, mate. Samantha thinks it's okay to leave for a birthday. <laughs> I know. <laughs> right, other games, Ed. Anyway, let's move on. The second game of the round, the Sydney Swans are hosting the Collingwood Football Club up at the SCG, Saturday afternoon, 4.45pm bounce. The weather on Saturday in Glebe in uh, New South Wales, it'll be raining at that time slot, apparently. Uh, no. The no, you're going to look no, fine out. No, it'll be fine. We've done all that form on, on a. Why is this four? Why is this four thirty? Just so they can fly home that night yeah. if they win. I would mm. say so. Mm. Right, that makes sense. <laughs> Sydney are paying a dollar thirty-seven. Collingwood are three dollars and two. The line is minus seventeen point five to Sydney. And the over/unders Dane is one hundred and sixty-four point five. Yep, um, they were good. The players, I think, we all we all knew Freya weren't up to it. They, you know, that was we we're on the right side of the draw. Pies were always going to win that. One to thirty-nine um, was easy. They never looked like losing the, the pies, so that was um, was a pretty easy watch. To be honest, it got a little bit scary there at the end when it, three quarter time when they got out to thirty-six goals or something like that. But they got a job done easy this week. Is obviously going to be a lot harder. There's not a ground I'm super um, comfortable with the pies playing on. Uh, there's no space on the ground. It's a lot narrower and a lot shorter. Um, and I think I think I read or listened to it on the telly the other day. You know, people were saying it's only five meters shorter and six meters narrower, or something like that. Like, I only like it's not a big That's difference. A lot. Mm. Well, it is. It is a big difference, um, especially when you're trying to um, to play certain games. So, so this is going to be tricky for us. But um, but Collingwood have been the biggest cash cow all year um, oh, in, in the last. What fifteen weeks or some have let us down once because I when Sydney got them by five goals or something well, I took them line the rest every time they've been underdog I've taken them at the line which they've covered or one to thirty nine which they've covered so they've been the biggest cash cow so why would I go off them now I'm gonna, t- I'm gonna they give me seven and a half point start I'm gonna take it um, if I if I had to tip to save you know the $10 million to get this tip right, I'd probably tip Sydney. If I had to, of course, to, you know, save my kids' life or something like that, I would probably tip Sydney. But will it shock me if the Pies win? No. Um, so I'm going to take the Pies at the line. What's the over-under, sorry? 164.5. That'll be a game-time decision for me. Maybe <laughs> the under. Yep. Because it's a narrow ground. Yeah. But... um. Do you, want, do, you want to, do you want my same game multi or do you want yeah, to pick yours, Ralph? Oh, you're on a roll. Um, I don't know. 
Well, while you're getting that up, I'm, I'm yeah, Collingwood, seven and a half snap. Um, and again, you try and look for little holes in the market as to why people think you're a certain way. And they're, they're pricing this on Sydney's long-term SCG record, uh, Collingwood, other historical factors. The reality is that that was their one dip against Sydney and they didn't have Jordan Ngoi. So to be able yeah. to have him in form, the side believing in themselves and getting a three-goal start, I just think is a, is a good way to play. Yeah, and they've had a practice run at it, so they'll be they'll they'll take some learnings out of that. Um, and they'll I imagine that I'm a coach. I'll probably be saying let's just keep it close, and then I you know like if, if they bring anything like the pressure they brought against Geelong in the first final, they win this game. Um, mm. So they, they can so they can certainly win it. Um, no matter what happens from here, it's obviously been a hugely positive season for the Pies. Like I said, will it surprise me if they win? No, it won't. Um, grand final tickets will be a bit more expensive if it's fucking Geelong Collingwood in the granny. Um, oh, might be a couple extra fucking um, invoices coming my way by grand final morning. So, fingers crossed. Uh, big result going for you, Dave. Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, I don't have to gamble on this game. I might just might just take the Swans because I'm I'm a winner if the Pies if the Pies um might hedge me best and take the Swans. Same game multi, it's another eleven dollar multi. <coughs> so you put them together, it's hundred and twenty two or something like that. Um, my check to kick two goals. He needs to kick two goals. Papley, Elliott and Ginnivan each to kick a goal. And Pendlebury and Crisp to have over twenty. That's eleven dollars. Um, I've got a feeling Sydney might go to either Dacos. Sydney will go to Dacos, I think, so not sure how his possessions will go and I think they'll send someone to Geordie. So I'm not sure how his possessions will go, so that's why I left them out. That's eleven dollars without your without your boost. So I'll go for um, Darcy Moore dollar seventy two to mop up around the back line, just fifteen plus that is. Heaney a dollar fifty four and Papley a dollar sixty six. So surely those two can both get fifteen plus possessions. Uh, Jordan Degoe, any goal kicker, dollar fifty four and twenty plus possessions. I think even if he's shut down, twenty plus is a pretty fair number at dollar forty one. So um, that's uh, that's all up at nine dollars fifty four multi. So more he Papley fifteen plus to go twenty plus and to kick a goal. Wait, do you have a Brownlow winner for us? Yeah, for the Brownlow. So racing. Oh, right. so we easy win, easy win last year. Yeah, nah, just in, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it was a bit hairy. So um, I'm, I haven't done my Caulfield work yet, so I'm doing that today. So we've done Sydney, and we're going to look at this to me. Uh, Sam, is it gamble responsibly still? Absolutely. Always, mm-hmm. Ralph. Okay. So it's a silly season. It is. It is. This is picking money up off the ground. <laughs> yeah. Animo, so th- these you both have Animo. to happen or I'm not posting anything, so I'm wrong, right? So Animo is about $2.10, and Eduardo races against Nature Strip. There's nothing between them. Eduardo's nine, and he's priced because he's old. His comeback was unbelievable. So was Animo's, who takes on Zaki. So Animo to win, Eduardo to place, $3.15. Yeah. Mm. Free money. Well, if, if both of those horses, either or, both, either of those horses have to be sick on the day to Animo not to, well, he, something has to go wrong in the run because Zaki will be in front of him at Middley, a bit like last week, although I'm thunderstruck having to catch um, alligator blood, but Eduardo will be running in place as well. It's fifty. So there's my Maldi. So that is my racing tip, my full Caulfield form, racetrackralphie.com.au. What are you thinking, Brownlow-wise? 
Mm. Um, I haven't had a huge look. Um, the Queen fucked it up. Now I've got to do it Sunday night. Um, and you missed out on meeting her now. I know. I'm devastated. You, you could have met her and now you never can. Yeah, no, it's a shame. Um, God damn, she's there, the Queen. She's, um, she's changed. I actually have to go to the red carpet, which I'm, you know, I, I don't know how I'm going to do that because I can't fucking walk. So I think they're, they're going to... They're going to wheel me around in a wheelchair, which I'm not looking forward to. So, but, um, yeah, um, walk around like a cripple. Um, we'll get in wheelchair like a cripple. But, yeah, I've got the force thing on Sunday night now, so they've ruined that for me. Um, I, without having think too much, I actually like um, Clayton Oliver. Now, I don't know how, how short is he. He's probably the favourite. It's 375 Lucky Neil's still favourite at $3. Yeah, I like him. Collingwood votes. Maybe Chris was he the favourite for? Yeah, he's coming at third, um, five dollars fifty. Who who's got the most votes for him? You, did you say oh, Crips yeah, no, or Chris for, for Collingwood? Oh, for Collingwood, sorry, uh, sorry, I thought you said Crips. Yep. Crisp, Jack Crisp. Yeah. He's paying two hundred and fifty-one dollars. Yeah, I'll I oh, scroll that down. I've got it here too. It is uh, two fifty. Yeah, it's three dollars. Yeah, I like Chris. Um, most there, there's there's a little two fifty two fifty for it, and I like Oliver. Oh, Oliver or Neil, surely they both. There's a, I know there's always a quirk in a Brownlow, and someone gets more votes than expected and less votes than expected. But surely Neil and Oliver both run top three, yeah. Well, you think so? Something has to go wrong. So it's eight dollars with Brayshaw to be a box trifecta. Yeah, and it's five which, one, which one? The Prayer Kid. Yeah, yeah, Andy. Um, yeah. And it's $5 with Crips to be the third. So I reckon back the $8 and save on the $5. Um, they really should be the – there's there's of the four, they, Neil and Oliver should run top three and Crips or Brayshaw should be the other one. So $8 I think is a nice box trifecta for those guys and uh, and save on Crips is the, at the $5. That's the way I'll approach it. Lovely. There Wonderful. we go. Wonderful. So are we on Wednesday? What's happening Wednesday? Yeah. Yeah. Um, say, 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 say Bolton's $2.90 to get Richmond's most votes. Press your dollar forty-two. It's not bad value. Yep. Not bad value right. at all. Um, uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm available Wednesday morning. All right. Absolutely. We'll do a normal podcast next week. Absolutely. And if you are having Sorry. a flutter over the weekend, please do so responsibly. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.